Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Pit Football podcast. It's Nick. It's Zay. You can't watch us yet, but if you could, you'd see there's a third person here. A good friend of Zay's, a big-time name in the Pit Football program for quite some time. So, Zay, why don't you introduce him for us? Yo, 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 yo. Deal, new, 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 new. It's your boy Zay Too Much coming back and better. You already know what it is. And this time we got Trey, the one and only Tipton. And it's my boy. You already know how it is. He's, he's done so many things for the community. He's been a, a great mentor to me. And I, and I wouldn't have nobody else on my show other than this guy right here. So I want a hand clap. I don't know if you're sitting down on your couch. I don't know whether you're in your car. I don't know what you're doing. Hand clap for my brother real quick. All right, now Trey, I just gotta say, how you doing, my boy? You looking spliffy, but you know the people can't see you. But how you doing, my boy? How you living? What's going on? Man, I'm very blessed. Can't complain about nothing, man. Just got done with a quick meeting, trying to promote my 707 team right now. So we're just trying to do the right things about the community and help the community as much as possible. A proud pit man. Let, 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 <laughs> let me just say, just a proud pit man. If, if you have a son, I promise you, look up to this brother right now. So, hey, Nick, you want to start us off with any questions, bro? Anything? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Trey, big fan of your time at Pitt, obviously. Uh, I was kind of reading about your bio and your recruitment. I saw you played three uh, positions in high school. So how did you end up kind of getting to Pitt at that wide receiver spot of all the positions you play? What kind of made you... Uh, zero in on wide receiver and say this is what I want to pursue at the next level honestly man at first it started out everybody wanted me for DB um, but the reality is I wanted to score touchdowns I, I mean I don't mind <laughs> tackling but I'd rather get in the end zone and party after we have fun you feel me so that was my goal at the time coming out of high school I wanted to be somebody who was big time and elite now looking back at it I probably should have played DB but hey I can't complain about nothing um, but I decided that I wanted to be a receiver man I love the game of football I felt like I was a very knowledgeable player. And then on top of that, I knew I could read coverages pretty well for being such a young kid at that time. So I wanted to try something different, man. I wanted to be in a space where I felt like I could really excel. And that was at receiver. So I took a chance on myself and just told the coach that I want to play receiver for you at the University of Pittsburgh. And uh, it, was a, it was a crazy time, but I'm thankful that I did it. Absolutely. Uh, the only and, other one I had about your early on uh, Pitt careers, there's been a lot of NFL talent coming through Pitt these last few years, was there ever a moment where you saw someone like, damn, that guy, that is going to be a problem at the next level. And for me, I too. I know his answer. I know his answer. Go ahead, answer, go, but ahead, go, ahead. Hey. go ahead, Zay. No, you know the answer. I, 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 I would, I, if, if me and him, we've seen it, we've seen it in person. We've seen it a lot. Only difference was probably Jordan Addison. I, Me, me personally, me personally, because I know Trey has been in the, the program for years, probably like, Eight, ten years, you know what I'm saying? That's stop it, stop it. You said you weren't going to make that joke last week. That's crazy. I did, but I'm sorry. I That's bold. To, but it's it's love. But no, I think that Jordan Addison, I think that when we seen him practice, I think that it was like he was a receiver. Like, we all were receivers, but I feel like that he just, like, he had that it factor. Like, there was yes, no other route was. running, routes, crisp I will say cut, this, bro. Though. I will say this, though. I will say this, though. I've, I have the blessed opportunity to be around a couple first-rounders, second-rounders, third-rounders, and then beyond. You know what I mean? The Tyler Boys, the James Connors, the Jordan Addisons, mm. the Kenny Pickett's. 
So my time there, I've been able to see a lot of different talent, a lot of different guys, right? So for me, it was a toss-up between Jordan Addison, Tyler Boyd. Um, James is a strong athlete, and he's always been a strong athlete, but I definitely got to say Jordan and, and Tyler just because they were in my room. You know what I mean? I can't really speak so much on Kenny. Kenny's an incredible athlete as well, but he wasn't in my room and neither was James, so I can't really speak heavily on them right. as much as I would like to, right? But Jordan and, and T-Boy was definitely it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's certain people out there that have that it factor, and Jordan Addison is by far one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my entire life, and then T-Boy was by far the best competitor I've ever seen in my entire life. Notice the difference, right? Because mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. Jordan competes like a mug, right? But how mm-hmm. Tyler competed, man, it was just different. He wanted you to know he was better than you, and every time he made a play, he let you know about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Jordan's a lot more yeah. calm. He's a, he's, a, he's, a lot more, he's a lot more calm, bro. He's a, he's a humble warrior. Um, regardless of what people may say or say might may not say about him, but he's a very humble warrior, man. So humble. when you see those type those two different types of people, bro, you get to looking at and realize, yo, like they're on two different sides of the spectrum, but where they meet in the middle is that dog. And that's what matters but, most, man. But that receiver room that we had, you I don't care what nobody said. That receiver room that we bro, Shockey, Tacey or Mac, Trey Tip I, I can't forget Trey. Trey Tipton had my man's Trey had the Chris route running. His route running, I tried to like symbolize. I feel like everybody in that receiver room had a best of something. Like I take Trey's route running. I take Tay Sears, you know, kick up speed. You know, after his afterburn is crazy. You know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave myself out because Trey these hand these hands. These, Zay, I'm not even gonna hold you, Zay. These you hands. might. You might definitely have, you know what I'm saying, one of the top hands in the group. I can't lie. If not the top, I give you credit. I give you credit where it's due. I give you credit where it's due. Nick, Nick, <laughs> I hope you're listening to this because it's. I it's, am. It's, I am. It's this. This. This is important information. But listen, my man's Trey. My man's Trey. Definitely, you know, I really looked up to this guy. So it's definitely always, always lit everything that he says. But one question I have for you, my brother, is. What is your favorite memory playing that pit? Ooh, the ACC chip and then whooping Penn State's ass in 2016. <laughs> Am I allowed to what say that? Was, oh, what about West Virginia? I'm not going to oh. tell you, now. Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, nah, West Virginia, seeing them win that was cool, but I wasn't a part of that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but me personally, man, what I was able to be a part of, man, was one beat in Clemson at Clemson the national championship winning team um and then you beat Penn State the same year and then so on top of that win the ACC championship going into my forever long time seventh year you feel me uh those are my top three moments man because ultimately I think the number one is the ACC championship just because I felt like a lot of guys had said that they had done it for my mom and done it for the what I was going through at that time so that uh that one means the most to me you know what I mean beyond and way further than anything else I've ever done at Pitt. You know what I mean? Just because my guys had my back in that moment. So it really felt well. It really felt good. So I definitely said the ACC championships, number one. Um, I'd say Clemson's number two. Nah, Penn State's number two, just because I don't like them Penn Staters. And then I go Clemson. <laughs> I go Clemson last. Or Did you have another one, Zay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that, bro. I love that. Winning that ACC championship together, bro, was like, it was unreal. Like being a part of it. I even got the shirt on right now. Hold on. I, you, you know, I always got to represent. Hey. 
but nah, winning that winning that ACC championship, I feel like it it only you had to be there. Like that experience with all that that people just naysayers, they were doubters, but at the end of the day, like we had each other. Like not even like forget the coaches, it was straight players. Like we was we was all locked in. And when I say we was like all all the players, we just won one accord and that 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 ring on the finger just it just ooh, it shines, hey, shines hey. right like a diamond, boy. You I ain't even me? gonna so, lie to you. I got mine on my middle finger for a reason. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. But we ain't gonna talk nah, about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. But shoot, my last question for you, Trey. My last question, I say, bro, what? Be real. What's your favorite memory with me? With me, Isaiah Stewart. What's Trey Tipton's favorite memory with Isaiah Stewart? At Pitt, bro. Honestly, you want my honest and God opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. All right, and it's it's a deeper than what you think. It's not as funny. It's deeper. So they oh, have been really? going through. Yeah, they have been going through some things. And uh, the first person that he wanted to talk to and come to was me. You know what I'm saying? And another fellow fellow teammate of mine. And uh, I took that in with great pride. It makes me a little bit emotional just because we all went through things that year. You feel me? So that for me was my. Uh, that was like, okay, like, yeah, I really am a big brother. You feel me? So I got to pay attention how I move and how I really talk and speak to these young men every single time I speak to them. So for me, that's my number one memory. I, I, I can honestly say I'll never forget if I never see that again. Wow. Hey, Nick, I'm getting a little teared up over here. Even even we went through – we went through what? Two, two receiver coaches. I had two receiver coaches – with him because I had I had what who was the first one Beatty with me it was Beatty knowing damn well he was a discipline coach and then Marion and I feel like that transition from going discipline to having fun it it kind of hit me like where like I had to focus up myself all right cool Marion's a good coach great coach can never complain but being being with Trey through all these transitions and then everything that I was, you know, everybody goes through things. But Trey always been a big brother to me, no matter the situation. So you, you saying that that was your favorite memory, just me coming to you, bro. That that actually hits home, bro. And I, and I definitely, definitely still do that to this day. And you know, you I always got your back. You always got my back. So it's it's love, bro. It's, that's that's love, bro. I definitely, definitely feel that, bro. That hit home. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. And Nick, you got any more questions, bro? Well, I was gonna ask him his favorite memory with me, but I've only known him for ten minutes, so I guess <laughs> we can skip that one. Uh, but no, this kind of falls right into line of what you just said. You know, your mission right now is to you know do some motivational speaking, talking on topics about young men right now, and kind of ending the stigma for certain conversations that we need to have. Uh, right. Why is that so important to you? And you know, what's something that you like to take away from kind of every event that you go to? Adversity is only a comma in a sentence of life, not a period. So how you? Oh, repeat that. Repeat that. Whoa, they missed it. They missed it. Repeat <laughs> it. <laughs> Adversity is only a comma in a sentence of life, not a period. And the reason why mm -hmm. I say that is because I knew what it was like to feel alone, right? But to also feel alone and go through a whole bunch of adversity, man, it feels like depression's your number one opponent. You feel me? So when you go through tough times like that and you constantly make yourself alone, not only are you alone, but you make yourself alone, right? Your family could tell you they love you. Your best friends can tell you they love you. But because that depression is following you like a coat that's sitting on your back, you can't let it go. So you put yourself in different spaces. You put yourself in dark spaces. I didn't want that for anybody else because I was there. My freshman year of college, bro, I tried to take my life four times, bro. 
you know what I mean? And I went through some very serious things and it got to me to the point where I was like, yo, I felt like I had nobody, <laughs> like not a soul, because not too many people could understand what I was going through because not too many people had made it to the level in which I was at. Mm-hmm. So with that said, right, you had to be able to rely on people that was around you. But when I was trying to do these things, right, mental health was not cool yet. You feel me? Like mental right. health didn't get cool until really realistically about 2020 for real. You feel me? Just because everybody mm-hmm. was stuck in the house. So you had no choice but to deal with yourself. So now people want to mm-hmm. act like, oh, mental health is something that we need to actually work on. I was talking about mental health in 2017 when it was all supposed to be a dream. You feel me? So like for me, like it came down to it that like you had to genuinely give yourself to somebody in order for you to reciprocate the love that you're looking for. And that is a terrifying thing for any human being out here these days. Right. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that I can make it comfortable for anybody that would step in my presence. You know what I mean? And that's regardless of the fact it could be Zay, it could be somebody that's just basically off the street. And that's why I'm so passionate. It's not just because I care about the community. I love the community. Don't get it twisted. But I remember what it was like to be little me. I remember what it was like to be me right in a different stage of my life. So I didn't want people to feel what I felt. You understand? So that's kind of where I was at with that. And that's why I did what I did. And that's why I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Well, thank mm, you for and- sharing that. And Go ahead, say. Yeah, nah, I definitely, I wanted to mention that, you know, I remember, remember I produced that uh, Struggling in Silence, that Struggling in Silence film, bro. And then I didn't forget, bro. Shout out that. You can look it up. People listening, Struggling in Silence. It's a film. I helped produce it. It's a documentary film for, you know, mental awareness and you know all that thing with the mental you got you got to be right with yourself and listen to trey man he's the one but um what would you tell trey i'm asking you a question what would you tell 10 year old trey right now bro what would you tell him well i actually asked this question not too long ago i'd personally tell him that you're not alone in your fight right speak up because it's okay to speak up because a lot of kids don't understand that right i gotta handle everything on my own but i'm telling you right now i'm younger trey or the person that's out there it's not about doing it on your own. It's about doing it with others. You want to go somewhere. If you want to go just to your goal, go alone. If you want to be legendary, go together. You feel me? And what that means mm-hmm. is for me, bro, it's like you want to go anywhere in this life. You'll never get there by yourself. Everybody needed help, even Jesus. He had 12 disciples for a reason. You feel me? So, like, you got to understand where you're walking and how you're talking, man. So I'm very thankful for the people that have helped me. But also, man, the people that uh, helped me through my life as I was growing up, man. I may have not have realized it, bro, but there were so many people who took the time. You know what I mean? And there's times, I'm sure in both of your lives, where you don't even recognize the people that are currently in your lives because you're going through your own personal shit. You feel me? So like, the younger me, take time to recognize those around you and give love to those around you. I'd say that. Wow. That's crazy. And then, you know, rapping, you know, rapping, because I know you probably got to go. You busy, man. You busy. Pit man, proud pit man. You know, there's lots of transferring going on, you know, with the seniors and everything like that. Oh now, man, if, I knew you were gonna hit me with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? If if you were if you were back in, you know, I'm saying like a senior back, would you would you transfer? Or like would you ever like think about transferring or going somewhere else like these cats are right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would your headspace be as to like I could name these because there's six new ones. There's Bengali, you know, Gali, Gali, man, Copeland, Stefan Hall, uh, DeAndre Jules, Nate Temp, Buddy, um, Aiden, B. Jordan. The list goes on and on, bro. I just want to get your, like, where, what you can help, you know, with that transition process of them transferring or, like, any advice you can give to them or, like, 
what, what, what's your process? My process right now, and, I, and I'm glad that you asked this question because I had an actual argument with somebody the other day about this. Um, in my personal opinion, <laughs> there's something to loyalty, right? Like, you got to be loyal to mm. the place in which you started, right? And adversity comes to us all, right? But people aren't willing to wait it out. Right now, bro, I think there needs to be a limit on how many times you can transfer. I think it's good to transfer if you have been in the program for two to three years and your opportunity had not came. I get that 100%. But if you've been a starter quarterback since you were a freshman and you're at three different schools in three years, that's a problem. That means you got commitment issues. So you should probably take a, a, a really, really good look at yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So that's something I personally can't agree with, bro. You see it all over the country right now, bro. There's kids who are just transferring, just to transfer. Just because you didn't pay me a million dollars, bro. Suck it up, bro. It's about, it's about more than that, right? Because now you got all these different teams who got 20% of their team coming in as brand new people. As a young leader, right. how are you expected to lead people you just met mm-hmm. every two, every year? Like I'm talking about every year. Every year, every year. And not only that, it's making high school recruits. It's making high school. It doesn't like, exist no more. That's what you understand. Right, high school recruiting right. barely exists. So, like, you got to help yourself out. You got to be able to get help, right? So, with that said, man, I don't I don't mind people transferring if you spent time at that school and it just didn't work out. You know what I mean? But transferring every year, bro, you got commitment issues. You got to figure that out, my boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real, you got to figure that out. Because that, to me, bro, it's, it's, it's a soft culture right now, bro. Like, as soon as something doesn't go your way, you're a starter. You got everything that you want. But it didn't go your way that one year, so I'm out. Man, get out of here with that, bro. You feel me? Like, get out of here with that, bro. If you transfer to another school, bro, you're telling that school you're committed. As much as you're expecting these schools to be committed to you, you better be committed to something else because these teams ain't going to take you. You feel me? Like, and I know me personally, bro, if we would have had a bunch of guys just moving, bouncing around, bro, you'd have lost my respect. You feel me? Like, Mm -hmm. off rip, you'd have lost my respect. But if you spent Mm -hmm. time at a school, right, you stayed loyal for as long as you could stay loyal, and now you got a chance to go get a bag, go get that bag, but don't use that bag, right? And then you leave that school to get another bag, bro. Be mm. smart about your decisions because it's just not about your recruitment. It's how you're recruiting. What does that mean? Think about what I just said. It's not about your recruitment. It's how you're recruiting. What are you looking mm. at when you're going to these schools? Because you're recruiting these schools as much as they're recruiting you. You, what right. You, what, you, what you paying attention to? Because if you're just going to school, to school, to school, just because you're trying to get paid, bro, you got it messed up, bro, because you don't got no loyalty in your heart. That money's going to go away regardless. The same way you got it is the same way you're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. So that's Listen, you preaching. You preaching. Trey is preaching on this podcast, Yeah, bro. you got me hot. Only, I ain't going to lie. You got bro, me tight. Bro, now we're gonna, <laughs> the only – and he know Trey knows the answer to this. The only transfer that we would say go was Jordan to USC because that NIL – that I tell him, that hey, <laughs> I tell him to this day, hey, get up out of here, yo. Yo, <laughs> get up out of here. Get up out when of here, man. When he told the receiver room, when Jordan told the receiver room, bro, what the NIL deal was, bro. When I when I tell you, all the receivers said, get the hell out of here. <laughs> get up out of here. Get go. Hey, go. I wouldn't even listen. You ain't even gotta ask me. I'd have told you from the jump. As soon as you thought about no. it, they said they said whatever number they said with an M behind it, I'm gone. See you later. Gone. Going. You know what I mean? But, so yeah. I, will, I will say this, man. Definitely stay loyal to the things that you're loyal to. You feel me? Spend some time, bro. A lot of these kids is doing one and done like you're playing basketball or something, bro. Like, go yeah. go do what you got to do. Build a team. Build a legacy. Learn how to become a leader. You feel me? Before you mm-hmm. go somewhere else. You understand? Because some guys it works for, some guys it don't. But don't. To me, bro, you should only transfer one max. Yeah. I agree. One max. I agree. One max. Two. Two. 
Two is like, what are you doing, bro? Three is like, bro, you're just you got commitment issues, bro. Commitment issues, bro. Ain't no girl trying to marry that. You ain't catch your bag in the first, but you ain't catching it in the second. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm cool. Nah, it's it's rap. Don't even try to don't even try to get in a relationship at this point. <laughs> yeah, don't hit me up. You feel me, bro? I, nah, I'm done with mm. it. I mean, that was a great question, Dang. but I ain't gonna lie to you. I gotta give my man one more question, Zay, because I feel like he ain't getting himself a good question. I want to hear something. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what, that's what I was saying. Go ahead, Nick. He one wants a deep cut. Nick. He wants a deep cut. Uh, no, I had one kind of prepared that kind of tied in the transfer portal, but you know, you've worked with Coach Narduzzi for a long time and. Obviously, Pitt kind of had a rough year this year. So that combined with losing some big names, what do you think are one of the attributes or a few of the attributes he has where he can make next year's team competitive and kind of get back to that winning formula despite all the adversity? You need a leader in the locker room. And mm-hmm. that right now, you can tell from a distance that there's no leader in that locker room right now. You feel me? That's just reality behind it. You need a leader in that locker room, but you also need a leader that can understand how you act and how you coach, right? Um I'm not going to speak on too, too many things too in depth. You know what I'm saying? All I can say is I got respect for the man, but ultimately, man, like, you need somebody who can understand your culture and what you're trying to put right. out there. At the end of the day, John Maxwell always says, everything rises and falls on leadership. If you got a bad leader somewhere in the house, it'll show. So that's all I got to say. And he ain't one not one. <laughs> no. Facts. Go ahead. My bad, Nick. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that ties in really nicely to how the guy's transferring all the time. You don't have that locker room leader established, and it's hard to lead guys who you met a couple weeks ago. So, no, it all kind of falls into line. So, In order for you to do that, you got to be him. And a lot of mm-hmm. people say they are, but they really don't mean it. They just, a lot of them act like a... A lot of them act like they are him, but they're, they're false identified. We got a whole lot of Kens out there. You know what that is? Nah, tell them, Trey. Barbie dolls, they fake out here. I, I thought it was that, here. but if I was wrong, I was going to get roasted, so I had to be careful. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of Barbie dolls out there. They act tough, but they ain't really tough, and that's just what it comes down they to. Look, they, they look like Tarzan, but play like Jane, pretty much. Mm. I might as well hang up on you on that one. That's a good bar right there, Zay. Hey, <laughs> hey, Trey, listen, bro. You've been nothing but, nothing but a blessing, bro, and I definitely appreciate you coming on this podcast, bro. And I, I hope everyone was listening because my man was dropping bangers. I swear, man. I, I listen, Trey. It's been a, it's been definitely an honor for you hopping on here, and hopefully we can have you on here again. Hundred percent. Let me know. Well, let me know. Hey, Nick, what you got to say, bro? That was just a great conversation. Enjoyed listening to uh, your thoughts there, and I'm going to replay that part about the transfer portal as I go to bed tonight because I think <laughs> it's spot on. So, hey, nail on the head. Appreciate hey, you. Trey, listen. Love, bro. I'll talk to you soon, bro. Have a good one. Oh, man. Hey, Nick. What I tell you? What I tell you? He was going he was going to drop bangers. That's that's he my did. boy. That, that that part when he when he said his favorite memory, that actually brought a tear to my eye, I'm not going to lie. That, that was uh that was unexpected. That was really unexpected. nice though. He was, was nice, there was like but... five different one-liners. I wish I could have wrote them down quick enough, but that's just even more reason for me, you, and everyone listening to go back and listen again because he was uh, he was preaching. No, preaching, man. I was I, I was about to praise bands right when he was talking, honestly. But golly, hopefully, hopefully he come on and definitely we're gonna have him on in another mm-hmm. another episode for sure. There's one thing he said just. You had the best hands in the whole receiving room. Did your ego really need that? Did he really need to do I'm, that? Bro, I'm trying to tell you. It's sneaky. It's not even sneaky. It's, it's 
high key. There was other than my, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn. Out, it is what it is. You heard it from Trey. You heard it from Trey. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we touched a lot on the uh, transfers. Uh, and we'll touch on them again in a minute, but I know you brought this guy up last week and you've been a big fan of his, Bub Means, declaring for the draft. I mean, what does he bring to the next level and what's the team that drafts him going to get in his uh, abilities there? A dog. A dog. My man Bub Means is a dog. Nothing. He started from, you know what I'm saying, I'm pretty sure he went to a Juco, he worked himself up, got to where he wanted to be in pit. And he proved himself this year that he was the guy. And you can tell that if his highlight tape, once you see it this season, was nothing other than a dog. So Bub means he's got my respect. I was in the locker room with him. I seen him. I seen how prepared he watched film. He understands the defensive reading, reading the coverages. Man, he, he can do it all. So, I mean, whoever gets him gets a dog, man. I, I, he's a dog for sure. So shout out to my man Bub Means. Absolutely. I thought he was super talented, and I'm excited to see what he can do in the next level and hoping someone uh, gives him a shot. They're not too deterred from the record Pitt had and maybe a little lack of a production this year, but I don't think any of that is reflective on what he's capable of doing. Uh, But again, we'll get back to the topic at hand, the topic who anyone's probably listening to this today uh, has heard so much about, whether it be on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, MySpace, or uh, just from listening to some (laughs) other... YouTube videos and uh, podcasts, that is the transfer portal. Zay, do you kind of want to run down who we saw enter the portal today and uh, maybe who the biggest addition to the portal is, biggest loss to Pitt, I guess I should say? Yeah, I mean, all these all these players that, that hit the transfer portal are great players. You know, I had the honor of playing with them, playing, lifting with them, alongside with them, you know. So I'll just start off with, you know, my man Samuel his last name always gets me. I'm bad with names. Samuel Akunululola. And I'm, I really, I'm sorry if I botchered that. But my man Sam, I call him Sam. It's just Sam to me. I think he's a pretty big loss to the D-line, you know, with all that has happened. I feel like his his defensive presence will probably, the, the you know, was a, a big loss. But along with that, Bengali, Kamara, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he played middle linebacker. When I tell you, whoo. Whoever gets him on their team, you know, they have a dog as well. Um, my man's Addison Copeland transferred the transfer portal. He's a receiver. You know, he didn't really get to do what he wanted to, you know, injuries. And, you know, it, it, it just it is what it is. You know, best best wishes for him. You know, that's my, that's my guy for sure. Uh, TJ Harvison, um, he's the running back, you know, uh, along with uh, safety Stefan Hall. I don't think he got the opportunity that he needed, but you know, good, good, good luck to him for sure. My man Trey, Trey Anderson, he was a tight end. You know, he. I think that he'll he'll be good wherever he goes. You know, he's a really good guy, really good heart. You know, so shout out to him. So I think those are the six that hit the transfer portal today. But you know, all of them are dogs, and I feel like they, they wherever they get the opportunity to play, they'll they'll ball out for sure. Yeah, I think Sam and then Bengali were the two big ones. I mean, uh, Sam was kind of really coming into his own this year. I think they wanted him to be a leader for years to come, and unfortunately, uh, whatever opportunities he was getting at Pitt, didn't, apparently they weren't right for uh, what he had in mind for him in the future. But two defensive pieces like that leaving on the same day is a pretty big blow. But, uh, you know, Pitt can bring guys in, too, as much as they can lose them. The beauty, if there is any, in the way the portal works, you can replace them just as quick. So 
we'll uh, have yeah. to keep our eyes peeled and see what happens with that. Yeah, now hopefully, you know, Pitt next year they get their stuff together and, you know, the recruiting process is always a long process, but hopefully they, they pick up the pieces and they can go, you know, maybe 8-4 and four instead of 4-8, and eight, you know. So mm -hmm. we're going to see. We're going to have to see next season for sure. For sure. And listen to what Trey said before because he, <laughs> he, he wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. But, nah, for sure, bro. I definitely feel you. Yeah, and uh, we hope you were feeling everything we've been putting out here today because uh, I thought that was a great talk with Trey. And then uh, hopefully us talking about the uh, portal kept your excitement going. But, yeah, great conversation. And uh, we'll hopefully have a lot more lined up this off season in terms of some pretty fun interviews and things along those lines. Nah, no doubt. And listen, everybody listening, tune in next time because we are the spot to listen. So I hope you guys tune in next time. Nick, my man Nick Hederick, Zay Stu, we'll probably tune in next time, bro. See you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.